Hello and welcome to the Ben Like Bamboo Resilience Show. To Ben Like Bamboo is to master change with flexibility. And on the show, I get to interview very special guests about resilience and how to master it in our minds, bodies and lives. And today I get to speak to the beautiful Fiona Goldsmith. Welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks so much for having me. I haven't been out much since lockdown, so this is exciting. <laughs> I know. It's like every day it feels like Christmas at the moment with all the things we get to do. And, um, you know, I've been a huge fan of your work and um, I, I just loved meeting you in person. Oh, would that have been a year or two ago? How long ago was that? I think it's got to be at least 18 months. But I it, think so. I, this last year has disappeared like that. It's just been a totally, like, being on a totally different planet. So uh, I totally agree. But please let me introduce you properly. So Fiona is an author, speaker, poet, and a creative, dedicated, and qualified yoga teacher and pain management consultant. With over 40,000 hours leading classes, workshops, and private sessions, Fiona completed teacher training at the world-renowned Yoga Work in Santa Monica, California in 1994. She merged various yogas with qigong, mindfulness, breath work and resistance stretching. Fiona teaches corporate workshops, group classes privately and also works with teens and kids. She specializes in beginners, the stressed and those who find themselves less stretchy. Her tools are resistance, stretching, functional movement, breathing and focus of mind to help her students and clients become strong, flexible and balanced in their bodies, creating comfort and confidence. She has created emerging of modalities she calls resistance yoga when, when she teaches flexed. And that's the name of your business, isn't it? Flexed with a double XD. We have to have a point of difference. And misspelling is definitely a point of difference. Yes, I did the same thing when I had nourish with the two S's just to so I could get the dot com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, cool, Fiona. So so tell me what inspired you to create flexed? Um, honestly, when I started yoga and I was, um, we started doing yoga all the time. I was in my late twenties and I was really tight and very tight hips. So I'd sit on the, uh, on the floor and I'd be like a lot of the blokes that, um, yeah, play footy. I had my knees up quite high and it was kind of embarrassing and yoga, the way I was learning it during Ashtanga and Iyengar at the original yoga work didn't actually fix me. I improved somewhat, but there was a stop point. So I was kind of, I wanted to be flexible. So I would journey into other things. Uh, Qigong, Tibetan yoga, Kundalini yoga, uh, Pilates. I went to a Chinese doctor, you know, Chinese doctors to see what they can do. I thought about surgery, but I never did it. So there was lots of different um, things, but I just wanted to have an open body. And gradually I worked it out. Yeah. And I teach people shortcuts by comparison, like how, what works. Great idea. Great idea. And it's really important. You know, I'm a huge flexibility um, advocate, <laughs> hence what Ben Like Bamboo is all about. And I really do believe we can, you know, master change with flexibility, but there's so much we can do with our body when it's more flexible and because our minds and bodies are so connected and then the energy of us and, and spirit, it's, um, it's all about flexibility, isn't it? Well, it is. And so, you know, we're a, a culture that's addicted to youth. And honestly, everybody's mm. worried about their faces, but the reality is youth is flexible. 
you know, yeah. the, the, the ability to move Pixie up. So I'm in my 60th year, 60 this year, and I'm actually more flexible and, and, and stronger and kind of lighter in my being than I was when I was 30. I love so that. I love. I, I, I like improving with age. Yeah. Oh, I keep getting better in my body with age. I'm fitter yeah. than ever. I understand my body more. All my organs are functioning more than ever because I know how to take care of them now. And I know that my mindset's connected to that. And I know that when I'm feeling happy in my mind, my face looks younger because people say, oh, you look younger. And it's yeah. true. I guess we are in a culture where this is often, um, you know, admired. You look younger. It's like, well, it doesn't really matter. But we do strive for vitality and there's nothing wrong with that. No, there's nothing wrong with it and it feels good. So honestly, I, I lightened up on myself and decided my direction was what feels good. Yeah. Because you know? I think we, we also just been through an era of no pain, no gain. And I believe it's got a lot to answer for. People have pushed themselves too hard and frankly yeah. hurt themselves. Yeah. And so there's whole elements of flexibility where bodies have gone, I'm not going to let you take me any further because you hurt me. So you yeah. have to develop trust with your own body. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive in. What does resilience mean to you? Um, it's the ability to recover. It's the ability. Mm-hmm. Because stuff happens. Crappy stuff happens. Um, but it's the ability to recover and learn from it and feel like, oh, yeah, I just learned something I grew. I love that definition. I love, you know, I get to hear every everybody's different definitions and everybody has such a different take on resilience. It's similar. There's common denominators, but there are absolutely new um, outlooks and perspectives um, with different people. And so for you, I love that. It's the ability to recover. You know, crap happens. But, you know, how can we learn from it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a physical journey. We're in a, a physical body for this journey. And um, most of my accidents and most painful experiences have been a place that not only have I learned a lot as a human, but I've also learned a lot from my work, you know. Um, how to recover and how to teach like you know I, I could have a certain amount of empathy for clients that were wounded but until I had um, that sort of wounding myself I didn't really know <laughs> yes yes would you like to share something you've been through that you've had to recover from well um a year ago and it's just a year I actually broke my first bone so I never broke I've never broken a bone mm. and I had I had a car accident and um you know, it wasn't, it didn't look like a big car accident, but my, um, I, I thought I had a very badly sprained wrist and it hurt. Three weeks later, it turned out I actually had a break, a break in my wrist. So then oh. I had a surgery, then I had a pin put in. And so I, I guess I ended up with, you know, two and a half, three months of fairly chronic pain, um, which was an experience. Luckily, it's like childbirth and you don't really remember it. So you write it down so you've got the story. But... <laughs> Um, I, I, and that's what the only reason we have more children. But I, um, you know, I went through this experience and I had a stint for 12 weeks, you know, after plaster. And I wanted to go to Bali and they said, yes, you can go to Bali, but you must stay in the stint. So when I came out of it, um, I was weak. Now, I've, ne- I've, I've never been weak. You know, I had muscle wastage. Um, I couldn't lift up a... a 
a teacup with anything in. I couldn't wash my own hair. For yeah. Of time. I, the amount of things I couldn't do were frightening. And, you know, you have to be, you suddenly realise that you're knowing other people at different times and you didn't get it. And then you're in this experience of being, you know, quite powerless and you have to sit with it. So I think I, my lockdown actually started quite a while before everybody else was in on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my resilience. That's what happened. And um, the, then there was the recovery from it and what I've learned and how it's impacted my, my business and my understanding, what, I, what I've learned about wrists and arms and fascia on a whole different level. Yes, of course, because when you have your own personal experience and after you have all the wealth of knowledge that you have and all the studies you've done and working with clients and then now it's your body, what... Um, Gosh, what was that like when, yeah, well, let's talk about the, the lowest point, like when you really hurt yourself, you couldn't lift a teacup, you couldn't wash your hair. How did that feel at your lowest point? It's incredibly powerless. Mm. And I'm a bit of a bull at a gate. I'm an oldest child and yeah. I, I look after other people and I sort of push through and make things happen. And if I let anybody down, you know, the tendency is being myself, but I've got better about that as I've got older. But now I, I, it was really messy, really vulnerable, couldn't work. GAC was wonderful, actually, painting up to work. That was amazing. But but it was uh, it was very low and very frightening because also if you're in a business where you are your business and then you don't exist for... Well, it's three months and then you've got, you know, January, so four months it didn't exist. So I was also yeah. doing the having to start again thing. Um, that was pretty low, uh, pretty scary and, and painful, you know, yeah. that, that feeling of, um, you, you know, throbbing through the night. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that, that would have it. been that would have been awful. So tell me, how did you transform it? What was the journey? Well, first of all, I decided to go to Bali by myself. Wow. And, um, so I went to Bali by myself with a student. And um, I, the plan was to go for 30 days. And um, I guess it was my eat, pray, love experience, not from the love perspective, it was more self-love. But it was, um, you know, I met some wonderful women one night and we went off traveling together and I sailed with little dolphins, little Dolphins about this big and quite pink, and it had just amazing, special experiences. But um, kind of nice getting out of your own box, isn't it? Because you are seen by new people and see yourself differently, and you reflower. Oh, I do anyway. You reflower and launch yourself. And it was I, I had my 60th birthday away potentially by myself but I created these three friends so it was rather lovely beautiful what a great idea so this happened recently mm -hmm. yeah 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 this was um no I I broke it I broke my wrist at um, the end of October yeah and I didn't uh, when I when I came back from Bali it was you know the end of January and I didn't start work again till then that lasted until March didn't it yeah and, we got closed down. and then we got closed down again yeah yeah, and what was that like for you closing down for so many months? Um, look, it was it was difficult, and on the other side, again, it it recreated me because what had happened is a number of my clients had paid me for the term, and I couldn't just take their money and not provide anything. So 
I got onto Facebook Live. I've never done it before. Yep. And I um, started teaching classes every single day. I've done it every single day since. Oh, so over the period of time, I, I learned about lighting, got the right microphone, and um, I you know, saw myself with compassion and, um, and, and developed a great relationship with the camera and, and knowing that there were people on the other side. So I've been, you know, 200 classes later. And yeah. then um, my corporate clients sort of went online too because we had no choice. So it was, it's been very interesting, a whole, whole new world. Um, and I'm really glad now that I got the opportunity to, to do it because now I sort of, I'm, again, not really scared of anything, but I'm just thrown in by trying to cater to 20 of my clients. Yeah. And then they shared with their friends and then, you know, now on the Facebook page, there's 700 people that know what I do, whereas normally they're not all watching at the same time, mind you, but normally yes. you only dealt with people in your area. Yes. You know, you were, they, you know, if it was too long a drive, you never saw anybody. And I had people coming in from New Zealand and a couple from America and right. you know, down the coast and all sorts of things. Yeah, because then that's what digitalising the business does. It, it expands it, it. It makes it go global. And uh, so you've been doing daily Facebook Live lessons. Super. Every single week. And then last week I started doing Instagram. So now I do uh, three days on Instagram Live and uh, four days on Facebook Live. So I'm going stop. Awesome. Awesome. So tell me um, – how did Bali help you with your transformational process healing your wrist? Well, I couldn't actually do much with my wrist at the time. That just had to be kept still. Um, it took me back into Kundalini Yoga at this wonderful place called Yoga Barn. Um, and that was about the only yoga I could do because everything else had up dog and pain stand and mm. stuff in it. So I couldn't do any of that. But in Kundalini, I couldn't. It reminded me how much I loved just that, that snow dome effect of shake up the body and then release and see where you are now. Mm. So I was already using a bit of Kundalini with what I was doing and it sort of sent me into more. Um, and, yeah, I, I, I got really, I thought I was healthy before. I, I chose another level of health. I upgraded. <laughs> oh, good. You upgraded the software. I love it. Yeah. So how did you do that? Uh, just going back to, you know, and, and I've done it ever since, you know, organic, simple, clean. I mean, I've always been a bit like that, but it became even more important. I guess yeah. it's more important because I'm 60. So yeah. my kids are, um, what, how old are they? 22 and 25. So I wasn't a young mother. And um, I, you know, I just realized I have a hell of a responsibility to look after my health because I don't want them to, yeah. you know, have an old decrepit person to look after. No, I don't My think job. they will. I just can't imagine that when I look at you. That's that's a beautiful, um, you know, intention to have anyway. So, um, so your wrist started to recover. You were eating better, mm -hmm. um, eating well regardless, but ramped up organic. And 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 you find that when you eat um, nutrient dense and organic foods, you think that ramps up repair for you. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I'm yeah. I'm I'm a supplement queen. I mix them up. But I'm a supplement queen, so I really love medicinal mushrooms. Yes. Uh, particularly uh, lion's mane and reishi. 
yes. um, and I play around with them. Um, I kind of follow my intuition and I find things and I go, oh, okay, I, I want to have that. And then I go home and look at why. Yes. <laughs> and I really trust myself that way. My latest one is something called Herb Robbish. I really yes. like Herb Robbish. It's a beautiful herb. Um, and so, yeah, I go through phases and there's certain things that are consistent. My body seems to, the only deficiency I'll tend to have is magnesium. So yeah. I kind of add magnesium. And other than that, I play, but very, you know, nutrient dense. I have my smoothies every day. So, um, but when, when I took, uh, when I took the splint off, this was yes. the interesting thing. Yeah, I was. I had wasted muscle. I've never had that before. Yeah. Okay. So I've got saggy arms, and not just the right one, the left one too, because you know I haven't been able to do anything. And I'm looking at my body and going, "Oh, oh, I have a 60 year old body. Can I get it back?" And then I just started doing what I do, and um, it's great. You know, it's it's like my body has fully recovered. Um, doing what I do so I have even more faith in what I do now but I learned a few new tricks along the way. So you started the stretching and the functional movement training that you do yes. and your yoga and and how long did it take from you to only be able to do en- sort of the energy kundalini yoga into the downward dog and the more physical yoga? I started straight away as soon as I got out of my splint but I just yeah. make a point of doing enough to challenge Un- yeah. being uncomfortable is fine being yeah. in pain is not yeah and you have to navigate that yeah, so yeah I was yeah. navigating but I was building up every day at first it wasn't it wasn't much but you yeah. know it was just enough and um but with my practice it's quite short so it's yeah. not so it's really a case of a little bit of resistance versus a lot of resistance. So I could use a little bit of resistance and get a result and gradually build strength. But the resistance is cleaning up the scar tissue um, and the dense fascia that's built up from you know having accidents. Give so. us some a definition for people that don't understand flexed and and your um, um, technique of that resistance stretching and how it repairs. I've learned a lot a lot about this as a sports kinesiologist, but just do a little um, explanation of what that does and what it means. Okay. okay, so if you take an orange and you take the peel off the orange, yep. the fascia is like the white stuff all the way around the orange. Love it. But it doesn't just go, and so that's to the tops of our heads, to our fingers and our toes. We are encircled in this connective tissue. But like the orange, it also goes around each piece of orange yes. and it threads into each piece of orange. Yes. And it's dense and that's like every muscle. So yes. it's dense and it's about eight times stronger than muscle. Yeah. So what happens to people with the way we exercise and we frankly don't stretch in a healthy manner Mm. is we build dense connective tissue right up the back of the body, mainly the glutes, the hamstrings, and the back of the shoulders. I feel it all the time. Yeah. So the stuff that I'm working with, I never let people, and people don't go into their full stretch. What they do is if you push, put your hands together, put your palms together and push equally, Mm. So you've got everything switched on, right? Mm. So now when I push more through my right, um, my left arm is pushing back. And now I push back through my left arm. My right arm's pushing back. So I've got constant resistance. And I'm not going very far, right, but everything's switched on. Well, through flex, what I'm doing is I'm also working through hands and feet. I'm working through holding onto the knees, pushing out, pushing back and so on. And going through every single muscle group, we switch on, switch off. And that fascia that is encircling the muscle is 
flexed and it's it's just um, extended and flexed like this and it starts to break down the scar tissue uh, and and the density so what seems to happen with my clients if they've been doing it for long enough is they've gained some flexibility but what's particularly interesting is they go away on their overseas trip for three months and they come back and they say well I don't feel very fit but I'm still as flexible as I was yeah because once you reclaim it you've got it yeah so so it's it's an interesting thing um and when you then you link these movements to your breathing and link your mind into it. Well, we know from, you know, the virtual reality of astronauts or racing car drivers or athletes that use this virtual reality technique that they they get a response without even doing the exercise from the whole body. Yeah. But if we're doing the exercise and everything is actually that connected, yeah. you don't have to do that much. The body responds a lot. There would be so much emotional release as you're working on the fascia. They're doing concentric and eccentric movements. And then, you know, when there's stuck pockets that have often been there for many, 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 many years. And for me, when the left-hand side of my body was totally paralyzed in some, you know, deep pressure massages that I've had, I've had fascia release that's been, you know, there for a long time. And also, obviously, as a kinesiologist, there's, you know, so many emotional relationships to stuck fascia and muscle and tendons and ligaments. I think um, that's why I really love what you do because um, on a very holistic level, you're helping to transform the body physically um, in a very, um, it's a very, uh, how do do I put it? It's, it's, it's so simple. It's, it's, it's sensational. It is so simple. And, and what's beautiful about it is that my dad has Parkinson's. Yeah. And funnily enough, the universe, I do believe in the universe in this way, I was given four or five people before he was diagnosed with Parkinson's. So I had these people that I was trying to help. Um, and then him, and like it's getting harder and to get up and down off the floor, it's just too hard. So I started teaching him in a chair. And then I had another client who's actually the same age as me, we childhood friends, and she had rheumatoid arthritis and she was not able to exercise for 19 years because of chronic pain, and we started in a chair. And what is, what's happened, particularly with uh, Marion, is that we have worked, you know, she has undone these, um, these tightnesses and she's avoided surgeries and she's now doing regular classes with everybody else down on the floor. So it's, it, it's kind of, you can take this resistance stuff, keep it, simple and modify it for anything super cool i love it so tell me how is your life um different and and perhaps even better having um gone through what you had to go through repairing your wrist and feeling disempowered and powerless to using your beautiful technique on yourself realizing that you can totally overcome it it's given me um some real confidence like uh, more confidence and it's also made me more creative because, for example, when I got all the flexibility back in this hand and I could do everything, as I'm working, I notice that there's this one muscle in stretch that's really tight through there. I'm like, okay, so we can play with this and pressing in and pulling away. So I'm doing that and I'm teaching the students to work that way through their bodies as well because I really like 
um, teaching people how to look after themselves yes. instead of having to be the person that does it to them. I yes. mean, we can have lockdown again and they're sucked again, so we have to learn to look after them. Yeah, self-care is so important. It's very nourishing to, to be able to help people on that journey as well. I love that. So you're more confident and more creative. What a wonderful gift. Oh, my gosh. So do you have any tips that you want to share with people today on how to be more resilient? I think that um, mindfulness to me means just staying inside your body when you haven't experienced. Um, it's mm. just allowing your body to be mindful of the moment. So the classes help people to be mindful when they're there mm. and the, the thought that I plant in people's minds is to check in a couple of times a day and ask how they are rather right. than why. And yeah, so how is going to be how they're physically, how they're emotionally, how they're breathing, just to notice what's going on. Mm. And when you do, there's a tendency to stop correcting. Yes. I love that. That's so true. And we, we need a lot of confidence and self-love to, to check in with ourselves. We need to feel worthy to do that, don't we? Yeah, and I think that that also comes with health. Um, yeah. The healthier you can get, the more naturally happy we yeah. are. I think that when people are very unhappy, it's just, it's just another way of showing imbalance. And yeah. there's something that can be tweaked to help that. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Well, um, thank you so much for your time today, Fiona. I think that your work is amazing and hopefully, um, you know, I, I know that so many people, I, I, I absolutely, I exercise a lot, but I always need to stretch more. And um, you've reminded me that it, it really is so important for the mind, the body and the soul to, um, to do that. And also it really promotes repair, what you can do with stretching. Yeah, and um, all right, if anyone wants to check out Fiona's work, please jump on her Instagram, Fiona Goldsmith, and also flexeddxd.co, and you have a Facebook group, don't you, which is um, Flexed with Fiona Live. Yeah, that one's by donation, so there's quite a few people on it that people get on at 8 a.m. or they can tune in and do a class later in the day, and um, the donations have kept me going during lockdown, which is kind of nice. Awesome. Oh, lovely. Well, thank you, Fiona. Thanks for your time today. Thank you so much. My pleasure. And everybody, no matter what you are going through, you can overcome it and discover what you were made of. See you next week. See you, Fiona. Bye, Danny. Thank you.